What if I'm not a hero? What if I'm just some guy who was struck by lightning? I don't think that bolt of lightning struck you, Barry. I think it chose you because you can inspire people watching over your city like a guardian angel, making a difference, saving people in a flash. Logan and Mike Volpe is in the studio. I am with here. Me. This is the day we've all been waiting for. Is it really? Yes, this <laughs> is the day that we destroy the future of television. That's true. This is our fall TV preview for 2014, just as we did the last few years. Oh, smell it. Smells like a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of it. Not all of it. There's usually more bad than good when we go through our fall TV preview. Uh, so we're going to do, as we normally do, go through each of the networks, talk a little bit about all the shows that they got coming up, and then give our thoughts on it. I should also mention, too, that the video previews for most of these, not all of them have video previews, so we might not even talk about every single show, but all the video previews that are out are available on thegeekgeneration.com. Look mm. for the individual articles from every network. I will link to them in the show notes. And you can check out the previews for these shows, too, or anything that interests you or things that we hate and you still are interested by. We hate a lot. Which network are we starting with? We're going to start with ABC. Um, Unfortunately, I do have to report that Human Handcuffs has not been picked up. Damn it. By any network. Always a boatload of crap. Which is a major bummer. It would have been better than half of these shows. Yeah, these you. are bad. I'm opening it up shame. on my phone so I can see the picture and be okay. reminded. All right, let's do it. ABC, the first show here is called American Crime. All over the news are reports about a young couple in Modesto, California, who are attacked in their home. Matt Skokie, a war vet, was killed, and his wife, Lily, is unconscious, barely hanging on. Mm. Both sets of parents are at her bedside, hoping for a miracle, while four suspects are about to be arrested. The case sends shockwaves into the community, stirring up tensions across racial lines in this gritty drama from the point of view of the victims. No. (laughs) No, next. No. Well, first thing I want to point out is a lot of these shows really would hold up as good movies. I noticed that, too. But I don't understand how they're going to be sustainable over 12 to 20 episodes, depending Mm -hmm. on whether it's a half hour or an hour. Mm -hmm. I have the same thought. I just don't understand where they're going. Some of these, I'm like, oh, my God, this is a movie? This would yeah. be a great movie. Yeah. Not this actually, one. This should just be canceled right now. I'm wondering, I mean, the name of the series is American Crime, which is a very generic kind of name. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're taking the approach that American Horror Story did, where every season is actually a new storyline. We just don't know that yet. Oh, maybe. That's my thought, especially since it shares the name American. This yeah. is American Crime instead of American Horror Story. Right. The... The synopsis definitely looks like it would be only something that'd be interesting for a season. Yeah. Because it's one crime. When they solve that, I would think it's over and it's time to move on to something new. So that's my theory. I don't know if that's the case. If that's not the case, this is boring. Stupid. The next one is called Forever. I'll take it. (laughs) Dr. Henry Morgan 
New York City's star medical examiner, has a secret. He doesn't just study the dead to solve criminal cases. He does it to solve the mystery that has eluded him for 200 years. Mm. The answer to his own inexplicable immortality. This long life has given Henry remarkable observation skills, which impresses his new partner, Detective Joe Martinez. Each week, a new case and their budding friendship will reveal layers of Henry's long and colorful past. I like this. This is way more interesting. As long as they have an ending. Mm-hmm. Like this this is one of those shows that could end really well or end really bad with a cliffhanger. And yeah. we go, we'll never figure out Like, if you don't he know lived. why he's immortal, then yeah. it's no good. Yeah. Yeah. And... I mean, there's a, the, the fact that he's immortal allows for a slight supernatural twist. Yeah. But I hope that they come up with some weird ass. Like scientific reason? That literally just, yeah, but he keeps, it shows in the trailer that he keeps coming back to life when he dies. So it's. And in water. I feel like this is going to be some weird ass thing where they're just like, it was a dream. Yeah. I'm going to blow it. Hmm. Uh, unless they have some, li- like if they presented this to me and I was running the network, like what is the ending to this? It better be good, because mm-hmm. if you blow this, I wonder know. if they even tell the like heads. It's more about the story. It than is the about ending, the story, but, but with like this, you're already going. Well, why is he alive? Like, right. what kept him alive for two hundred years? Why, when he dies, does he come back and in water and like? Naked There's and, an initial mystery that right. requires Which, solving. That's kind of like the big mystery. Sure. So we need to know why. I, I would think that they got to have some ending in place. And then being kind of a cop show, it's a procedural week by week, which is always yeah. fun. Uh, people might recognize the lead in this as Reed Richards from the Fantastic Four movies, and he's a cool guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I don't know if I'd necessarily watch this, but. It's at least more interesting than a lot of the stuff. Yeah, depending on how many seasons goes through this, I would binge watch something like this. Right, I think and right. want to know what, what I would happened. want it to end before I start watching it or know that it's going to end exactly. before I start. Yeah. Do you uh, think that affects people today? Absolutely. I so think it does. Yeah, it's hard to know then who's going to really watch if a large portion of the audience is going. We want to know if this is really going to end. It's why ratings of things are so low. Yeah. Because not only is there so much media out there and so many things competing for your attention, but people have been burned so many times yeah. with wanting to know how something ended. And never, They're never going to get an answer. So why would you throw your hat into the ring if right. this isn't going to pan out? You know. Uh, the next one's called How to Get Away with Murder. The brilliant, charismatic, and seductive professor Annalise Keating gets entangled with four law students from her class. How to Get Away with Murder. Little do they know that they will have to apply what they learned in uh what they learned to real life in this masterful, sexy, suspense-driven legal thriller. Mm-hmm. I thought the trailer looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looks interesting. I don't. Again, I'm not sure. It's not really in my wheelhouse of stuff that I'm interested in. Could she look any more like Oprah? Yeah. Well, it's Viola Davis. Uh, people might recognize her from The Help. Was I think right. her last like really big movie? She's a really tremendous actress. Mm. So uh, that's probably the big standout of the show itself or the big selling point, I should right. say. But it does look good. It doesn't look nearly, again, as boring as a lot of the stuff. The next one is Marvel's Agent Carter. Yeah. Starring Captain America's Haley Atwell follows the story of Peggy Carter. It's 1946, and peace has dealt Peggy Carter a serious blow as she finds herself marginalized when the men return home from fighting abroad. Mm-hmm. Working for the covert SSR... Peggy must balance doing administrative work and going on secret missions for Howard Stark, 
all while trying to navigate life as a single woman in America in the wake of losing the love of her life, Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'll watch it. Well, I don't even need know. a trailer. It's part of the bigger Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And uh, we got a, a scene with Agent Carter in The Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. So now I'm curious, how did she get to that point? We will find out. That is part of the exploration here. Secrets and Lies is the next one. Yes. Ben Garner is about to go from Good Samaritan to murder suspect after he discovers the body of his neighbor's young son in the woods. As Detective Andrea Cornell digs for the truth, the secrets and lies of this town come to the surface and no one is above suspicion. Ben's family's life will be turned upside down as he sets out on a complicated journey to prove his innocence in this mystery thriller sounds like a great movie and juliette <laughs> lewis is in it and i like her do you i do she does it for me really i think it's because she's dirty in every movie <laughs> well she plays like a straight cop in this one as far as i know her mm, detective or FBI or whatever. at some point <laughs> uh ryan phillippe's also the yes. kind of lead the guy who's being accused of mm. this murder it just or whatever. doesn't seem like we're it just doesn't sound like. How does this carry past one episode? Maybe two. Well, it's an ongoing. I know, thing. but again, it sounds like something that be a season, a maybe two. Yeah, I don't really buy the cast that they got. Like Ryan Phillippe looks way too young for the role that he's in. He's a fa- like he has this. I don't know if she was teenage looking or older than daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he looks too young. He might be old enough to have a teenage daughter, but he doesn't look old enough for it. And I just never buy into Juliette Lewis as an actor. You don't like her? I, I just I just feel like she's acting all the time. Like, I rarely feel like she yeah. is the character she's portraying. I always see Juliette Lewis there acting. She's always that weird, like, southern, not Belle. I just feel but... like she's always playing pretend. I never see just the character. It's always mm. her. So I'm not big into her, actually, to be perfectly honest. Mm. The next one is The Whispers. I like this idea. Aliens have invaded Earth by using our most unlikely resource to achieve world domination, our children. As the kids unwittingly help these unseen enemies, the clock counts down in the suspenseful race to save humanity. I like it. It is weird we had mentioned while we were watching it that, uh, to me, the trailer didn't seem to have anything to do with aliens, just ghosts, but apparently that's not the case. I'm really not interested in this one. No? At all. Curious to see where it goes. Yeah. I don't think it'll make it past maybe a season, but... You know, again, definitive ending would be nice. Yeah. I mean, they're just trying to figure out, I guess, what's caught. Like, at what point do they figure out that it's aliens? And then what do they do about it? Well, the show could truly evolve into something way bigger. It could escalate way beyond, like, stuff like this. I feel like they always set it up for the first season. By the time they figure out it's aliens, which will probably be by the end of the first season. Yeah. They'll take a completely different route. And it'll have nothing to do with the... Right. It'll still be about the alien invasion, but it'll probably get a lot more action pace. We'll probably see the aliens. There'll be a whole yeah. whole other thing yeah. going on. Uh, the next one, we're moving into the comedy area. Mm-hmm. This one's called Black-ish. Andre Dre Johnson has a great job, a beautiful wife, four kids, and a colonial home in the Burbs. But has success brought too much assimilation for this black family? With a little help from his dad, Dre sets out to establish a sense of cultural identity... For his family that honors their past while embracing the future. This stars Anthony Anderson and Lawrence Fishburne Mm. playing his dad. And they're both great. uh, But this feels like a show built completely on racial stereotypes. Yes. 
there's uh, a scene in there too. Like he basically wants his kids to act less black. Like his kids yeah. feel like they're Carlton from Fresh Prince. Oh, really? And he wants to make them like establish their roots and so he must make them more black and he wants them to be more black yeah. instead of assimilating to the rich white culture that they're around well that's what if you are what you surround yourself with so move back to the ghetto and you I get just, to be ghetto i i find things like this just really insulting because you can't act a skin color like it's yeah it's the same thing as somebody saying well act your age because that's a stupid comment too i think because Regardless of how you're acting, you're always acting your age. And if you're acting a certain way, you are thereby redefining what it means to act that particular age because guess what? You are that age. So if people are acting, quote unquote, too white when they're black, well, guess what? They've now redefined what it means to, quote unquote, act black. It's a dumb premise. I think I just think it's stupid. I I don't know. It's not going to last. Yeah, I get insulted by that whole concept. Uh, the next one is Christella. In her sixth year of law school, Christella is finally on the brink of landing her first big unpaid internship at a prestigious law firm. The only problem is that her pursuit of success is more ambitious than her traditional Mexican-American family thinks is appropriate. She's stuck straddling the old culture she's trying to modernize at home with her working class family and the modern world she's trying to embrace in her professional career. Didn't we just cover this? Mexish. Is this not the yeah? This is yeah, the same it's the thing. Same thing, but the Mexican. Right. All right. Okay. Moving dumb. on. Dumb. Move. Next. Still dumb. Fresh off the boat. It's the nineties. Oh God. <laughs> I know things are based in the nineties. Uh, it's the nineties, and eleven-year-old hip-hop-loving Eddie just moved to suburban Orlando from DC's <laughs> Chinatown with his parents. It's culture shock for his immigrant family in this comedy about pursuing the American dream. Bingo! Congratulations, ABC. Another one. (laughs) Yeah, you've just completed the ethnic integration trifecta. Black, Hispanic, and Asian. Well done. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They're trying to be racially diverse, but again, it just comes off as insulting. It comes off as just, yeah, dumb. If they really wanted diversity, they'd do a sitcom about a different culture that actually takes place in their own country instead of just the different cultures assimilating to ours. But they wouldn't dare do that because why expose America to other cultures? Right. <laughs> Nobody's going to sit down on the couch at the end of their work day and learn shit. <laughs> Even if you make it funny, apparently. Right. I would love to see a sitcom about an Asian family living in like China or Japan or something like that. And yes, if you want to make it for an American market, make them speak English just for sake of argument. Right. It could still take place in another country, and it could still be about their culture. And guess what? That's probably more interesting than anything you're going to write because it's things that people haven't been exposed to. So, and I don't know. No, like, they took have the, we ever seen that? No, they're taking the easy so. route. Yeah. But they'll fail. All it's three lazy. shows will be out. They all look horrible. Speaking of horrible, oh. <laughs> Gallivant. Yeah. Screenwriter, executive producer Dan Fogelman teams up with Broadway and Hollywood award-winning musical team composer Alan Menken and lyricist Glenn Slater off to a good start. for a musical comedy fairy tale yeah. of epic proportions. <laughs> epic. <laughs> Once proportions. upon a time, the dashing hero Gallivant lost the love of his life to the evil King Richard. Now our fallen hero is ready to take revenge and restore his happily ever after. But it won't be without a few twists and turns along the way. 
Moving on. Is it too early to start placing bets on which show will be canceled the fastest? <laughs> because my money's on Galavan. Yeah. There, I'm sure there is like a Glee type crowd that will get into this. But when you say musical no. comedy fairy tale, I say fuck no yeah. shithead. Forget that. Yeah. Horrible idea. Manhattan Love Story. Mm. Have you ever wondered what your date was thinking? No. This romantic comedy exposes the differences between men and women through the unfiltered thoughts and often contradictory actions of a new couple who have just begun dating. There's moments of this that seem funny, but... Yeah. This one seems to be like it's all about the internal monologue. Yeah. And I like the different approach. I just wonder if it'll get annoying through overuse. Like if they're internally monologuing more than they're doing things or actually talking, I don't mm. think it's going to be as interesting. And the trailer made it seem to be very heavy on the internal monologue. I just don't see how long it's going to last. It's I like think, what they're I think thinking. I think it could actually last through, it's for like quite a while. how but. I met your mother with the constant internal dialogue. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Let me see how that turned out. <laughs> well, usually when you have a story like this with somebody that has an internal dialogue... It's about that one character's yeah. internal dialogue and the whole show's from their now perspective. Now you get both sides of the argument, which again is interesting. I just think it could get obnoxious, mm. but who knows? And the last one from ABC is selfie. Insta famous Eliza Dooley has 263,000 followers who hang on her every post, tweet, and selfie. But one lonely day, she has a revelation. Being friended is not the same as having actual friends. She asks <gasps> really? marketing. It's not. Uh-huh. She asks marketing guru, guru Henry to rebrand her self-obsessed reputation and teach her how to connect with people in the real world. Yep. Loosely based on My Fair Lady, Selfie explores the modern struggles of Eliza and Henry as she tries to teach her how to live life offline, whether she likes it or uh-huh. not. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. Uh, no, I like the underlying message here. Yeah. Like, get away from your phone. The people yeah. who like you on in social media don't really like you. I despise the word selfie, and I hate that the show is called that. But the show stars Karen Gillan, who is from Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and John Cho, who's hilarious. Yep. So for those two, I will actually give this a shot. Uh-huh. I'm yawning because <laughs> these shows suck. <laughs> it just bores you. Let's move on to CBS. Nothing but. Was that NBC we were just on? That was ABC. We're going alphabetically. Always a boatload of crap. Kind of. Uh, CBS. Can't find that. Yeah, okay. Madam Secretary is the first show, which stars, stars Taya Leone as the newly appointed Secretary of State who thinks so far outside the box, she's not even aware that there is a box. I like this. Yeah. Uh, Taylioni is 48 and still gorgeous. Mousy mouse. I was going to say, she is. <laughs> I look for it now. She is. It doesn't do it for me the way it oh, does okay. it for you, but I look for it in hopes of finding something for you. <laughs> I've been composing a list of the top 10 mousy mouths over time. I still have not like created all 10. Uh, eventually, I'll release that list on a show. Yeah. But Taylioni is near the top. Yeah, she is a she smoking hot mousy 48? mouth. 48. She looks really good. I uh, I do wish I enjoyed political content for this because it does look good, but I just don't. I thought it would be a good movie again. Yeah. Especially with these. 
I don't think there was any network more than CBS that I went through where I thought, wow, every one of these would be a great movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I think a lot of them would be. There are a few that will definitely work as shows, though. Well, the next one, but. <laughs> NCIS yeah, I, New Orleans. Well, I didn't even want. I went through and I went, and another one. Keep yeah. going. Yeah, it's like, oh, good. Another NCIS. Uh, it does star Scott Bakula, though. He's pretty cool. But I will never watch this because I don't care about the NCIS stuff. Scorpion is a high-octane drama about eccentric genius Walter O'Brien and his team of brilliant misfits who compromise the last line of defense against complex high-tech threats of the modern age. Mm. This looks great. This does look cool. Again, it would be an awesome movie, so I wonder... Well, we'll see see where they go with it. This, too, would be a great series because it's a procedural. Like, every time they have another challenge or case or something they have to deal with, and I'm sure there will be some sort of overarching thing where they start to rage against the government or whatever because they're a secret organization and i don't know i don't know it looks great i'm sold a team of geniuses that all specialize in different things solve problems there's a good element of comedy as well yeah absolutely i really like it i'm gonna watch this one for sure and the guy from terminator is in it the guy from terminator terminator 2 which one the one guy who played t1000 oh robert patrick yeah yeah he's always just the liquid guy to me yeah the liquid guy Anywhere. Uh, Stalker. Yeah, Stars Maggie Q. <laughs> and Dylan McDermott as detectives who investigate stalking incidents for the threat assessment unit of the LAPD. I, mean, I could do without him, but... It looks decent, but I probably won't watch it. I thought, again, could be a good movie. Yeah. But, you know, they love these cop shows. They're I, I easy. Don't... Cop shows are easy because you can do a different case every week. I know. the TV, They're taking such the easy way out. I know. Give me something new. I know. <laughs> like human handcuffs. Yeah. Well, that would be a procedural, too. He was a cop. True. <laughs> but it's a very different twist. You think immortality is interesting? How about paraplegic? <laughs> that's, that's interesting. So I got this idea, right? (laughs) (laughs) People might not know what we're talking about. If you don't know the human handcuffs reference, go back to last year's fall TV preview. Mm -hmm. It'll all make sense. Maybe I'll tack it on at the end. Yeah, as a bonus. uh, I'll throw the pitch in at the end of the episode so people can hear that. So, yeah, stay tuned. You'll get it. Battle Creek stars Josh Duhamel and Dean Winters in a drama about two mismatched law enforcement officers whose polar opposite views of the world and crime-solving breed frustration, disdain, humor, and possibly a grudging respect as they team together to clean up the hard scrabble streets of Battle Creek. I don't think I've ever heard the word hard scrabble yeah. before. That's a new one. It's a new one. We have to Google that. Hard scrabble. Is it really a word? I'm sure it is, but mm. it's just weird. There was no video for this one either, so I really can't yeah. get a tone. Uh, I already don't care, though. From Battle Creek, Michigan. <laughs> Rob! Rob! Van damn. Yeah, that's all I know. Uh then the next one is CSI Cyber. Was also a map in the original Halo Battle Creek. Oh. Or they rebranded it Battle Creek, maybe in the second one. I don't know. So, so there's map. another CSI. This one does have a different twist though. CSI Cyber stars Emmy Award winner Patricia Arquette yeah, yeah. in a drama inspired by the advanced technological work of real life cyber psychologist Mary Aiken. But it's a CSI show and I don't watch any of those, so I don't care. Nobody gives a f. Nope. He's still looking up hard scrabble. No, actually, I was scrolling through the show, so oh, I was okay. On. <laughs> Just checking. I can uh, Google. No, it's okay. I'm it's, gonna. It's really not that important. It is now. Okay. You brought it up twice. Sorry. I just read it once. Then right. you said you were gonna look it up. Hard 
Scrabble. Scrabble. I'll read the next one uh, while you're looking it up. Scrabble. The McCarthys. They don't have a lot of comedies coming out of CBS, but this is one of them. A multi-camera comedy about a loud sports crazed Boston family who's somewhat oh, athletically. Oh, this pissed me off <laughs> so bad. I was soon as that Boston accent hit, I went trailer done. <laughs> I was done. Whose somewhat athletically challenged son Ronnie is chosen by his father to be his assistant high school basketball coach, much to the surprise of his more qualified siblings. Ronnie wants nothing more than to move away, join the single scene, and find a partner. His distraught mother, Marjorie, is not upset that her favorite son is gay, but that he wants to leave Boston and his family. Ronnie's plans change, however, when his politically incorrect and outspoken father stuns everyone with his choice for an assistant. Hmm. The only benefit of this show, like, there were two benefits, were. One, that it was taking place in Boston, so I was like, okay, I can get behind that. And two, that Lori Metcalf is the mother from Hmm. Roseanne, and she's great. She is. But... I get so annoyed by Boston accents. I probably have a little bit of one, but you I don't really have don't. like a Southie. No. I'm very conscious to not fall into it. It's that weird Irish Boston thing. I don't like the South Boston accent at all. It sounds so ignorant. And I apologize to anybody who has one in that area because I know we have a heavy uh, local listening base, but it, I just don't like it at all. Sometimes when I get tired, my R's fall away or when I'm just getting really lazy with my speech. But I very purposely try not to have a Boston accent just because, again, I just don't think it sounds very intelligent. So this would annoy me, I think. I'm not watching it. No. But I do have a definition for you. Okay. Hard Scrabble. And I have to give Google, you know, credit here because they really. So it's the word hard and the word Scrabble like the game combined. Yes. Involving hard work and struggle. But wait, there's an example and I couldn't think of a more random example in my life. It would be, for example, her uncle's hard scrabble peanut farm. Like that's what they came up with. Who even has a peanut farm? Right. I mean, at this point, aren't peanuts pretty much made in a lab? I mean, that explains why it's so difficult. Her uncle's hard scrabble peanut farm. I got to start using this word. Hard scrabble. Hard scrabble. Just to perplex people. Adjective. North American. Hmm. Yes. That, the. Uh, the last show from CBS is a remake, The Odd Couple. Ah, yeah, yeah. The Odd Couple stars Matthew Perry as endearing slob Oscar Madison and Thomas Lennon as uptight, neat freak Felix Unger, two former college buddies who become unlikely roommates after the demise of their marriages. Mm. It's not long after Oscar lets Felix move in that Oscar fears he's made a monumental mistake. However, despite how exasperated they make each other, these mismatched friends agree that they can help each other move on from their divorces and somehow make this crazy living arrangement work. The pairing of Matthew Perry and Thomas yeah. Lennon is intriguing. Mm. It is kind of an odd couple, even though they're both like great comedy actors. I wish there was a trailer for this because I am fascinated by it. Why Why do some not have trailers if they're coming out in the fall? They're just not available some on YouTube? Some of these are actually coming out mid-season. Oh. So they just haven't gotten to that point. But most of them are fall releases. And even yeah. some of the fall ones don't have trailers. I, I don't know why they don't. Maybe no confidence in the network, even though they're Maybe. putting them forward. That's a little strange. Uh, moving on to NBC. Nothing but crap. Uh, the first one is A to Z. This is the A to Z story of Andrew and Zelda, a pair that almost wasn't, and all that happened from the day they met. Yeah, I'm not sold on this. No good. Mm-mm. No good. The only thing that's interesting for some people, they might recognize that 
Uh, I think her name is Christina Milan or Christiana Milan, Milani. Uh, she was the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. The next show, though. Bad Judge. Yeah. At first, I was like, no. And then about 30 seconds into the trailer, I go, yes. <laughs> Wild child Rebecca Wright knows how to have a good time. But she also happens to be one of L.A.'s toughest and most respected criminal court judges. She has a reputation for unorthodox behavior in the courtroom, including creative rulings and saying exactly what's on her mind. Her private life, on the other hand, is anything but innocent. While there's no shortage of male admirers who would love to spend time with her, she's not ready to settle down. Except when an eight-year-old boy whose parents were put in jail by Rebecca needs her help. He may, in fact, be the one thing that starts to tame this bad judge. The show looks funny. It does look funny. And it stars Kate Walsh, uh, who's also a, a hottie. She, you know what? She is. She's she is. an attractive woman. She is. It looks funny. And it's also from, they said, I believe, executive producers Will Ferrell and Adam McKay, who... Yeah. Hey, as long as he's not in it, I don't care what he does. <laughs> if it's not Anchorman 3, I don't care. Well, it means most likely that they created the concept yeah, and maybe wrote the pilot episode and then everything else kind well, of Well, I was like, I got this crazy idea, right? We're yeah. going to just make a judge really bad. Make it. Make it happen. Remember that bad teacher movie? Yeah, let's do it with a judge. Remember Put Bad on Santa? TV. Yeah. We're going to do it with a judge Bad Judge anything. Judy's awesome. <laughs> Put it on. The next one is a show called Marry Me, starring Casey Wilson and Ken Marino. As much as I like Ken Marino, I am not interested in this show. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, he was, he's, he's been a big, like, character actor. A lot of the stuff he's done recently has been independent stuff, but he is highly respected within the comedy field. Oh. He's very, very talented. Yes. Yes. Yes, he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's, no, he's, <laughs> he's great, but. This show does not look interesting at all. Their show looks crap. Yeah. Marry me in the final season's like, I'm divorced. The next few have no trailer, so it was really hard to discern how they would be. But most of them sound kind of dull. Mission Control. Dr. Mary Kendricks is... Uh, you left out the beginning. Don't you leave that out. Wait, I did? Houston, we have a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah well, the show's being made. <laughs> I'm d I, I edit them out because I'm trying to save time. No, that was the best part uh, is that I had to say that and I was waiting for it. I didn't want to read that douchely. <laughs> That's all you, man. <laughs> uh, Dr. Mary Kendricks is a tough but brilliant aerospace engineer leading a team of NASA scientists at the cutting edge of space exploration. The only problem is this is the 1960s and she's a woman. <sighs> Navigating the ridiculous boys club of astronauts and engineering nerds is no easy task, but she's up to the challenge. And this stars Kristen Ritter. So between the two networks, we've destroyed blacks, we've destroyed Asians, we're destroying <laughs> Mexicans, and now women are being smashed back down. Apparently. Son well, it's about bitch. her fighting the fight, Mike. I'll give you some Fighting the fight. fight. <laughs> I fight with the concept of the show. Yeah. Mr. Robinson, mm. as lead singer and keyboardist of a rock band, Craig knows a thing or two about working the crowd, yeah, but his knows. day job is where he really makes the grade. Every struggling artist knows the drill. You got to pay the bills while you wait for that big break. So when Craig finds himself short on cash, he takes a job as a substitute teacher. It's an easy gig, right? Throw a DVD in the player, dim the lights, and sleep off last night's party. Yet when he realizes that the kids think this class is an easy A, Craig's move to inspire his students. This stars Craig Robinson, who is fantastic. Uh, uh -huh. Since he's the star and it takes place in a school, I might watch it just because that environment, obviously, I know a thing or two about. But uh, this really just kind of looks like a TV version of School of Rock mm. in a way. I like the more adult version, which I will not repeat. 
<laughs> Use your imaginations, people. I'm sure you can figure it out. One big I'm happy. Trying to keep this fucking show PG. All I right. know. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, one big happy. Best friends Lizzie, who is gay and a bit type A. Here we go. And now we're Luke, taking another gaze. And Luke, who is straight and more laid back. Laid back Luke. Are like family. Friends since childhood. Now all grown up and still single, they've decided to start a family of their own via the doctor's office. Luke then meets Prudence, who he falls madly in love with and suddenly gets hitched to, right as Lizzie discovers that she is pregnant. <sighs> so right as he gets married... Drama! She's got a baby. I don't know who Nick Zano is. He's playing Luke. But Lizzie is played by Alicia Cuthbert. This is a plus. Who's great. Looking. Can't imagine I'm actually going to watch this, though. New. It's whole crap Especially out. without a trailer. Right. It's hard huh. to get a feel for these things. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. After 15 years of living in a cult, the, like unbreakable, <laughs> the unbreakable and wide-eyed Kimmy is rescued along with four other women, causing a national sensation that culminates with an appearance on the Today Show. Before getting back on the bus to Indiana, however, Kimmy decides it's time to reclaim her life. Armed with just a backpack, light-up sneakers, a couple way-past-due library books, and a big wad of rescue fund cash, she's ready to take on New York City. Oh, yeah. This does not sound interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and again, no trailer, so no, it's hard to this, tell. No, this, they dropped it. There's like not a lot of trailers here. No. This sucks. And there's not one for Allegiance either. Alex O'Connor, a young idealistic CIA analyst specializing in Russian affairs, learns a shocking secret, and his close-knit affluent family is about to be split apart when he learns that his parents are covert Russian spies, deactivated decades ago. After years in America building a happy life and without word from Moscow, they thought they had escaped. Now it seems that new mother Russia has one more mission, turning Alex into a spy. For these anguished parents, the choice is clear. Betray their country or risk their family. Answer? Betray your country. Moving on. We just fixed the show. And done. <laughs> and done. Constantine. Yeah, now that we're talking. Based on the wildly popular DC comic series Hellblazer, Seasoned demon hunter and master of the occult, John Constantine specializes in giving hell. Hell. Huh? Huh? So we're going to give him hell. Hell. <laughs> Armed with a ferocious knowledge of the dark arts and his wickedly naughty wit, he fights the good fight, or at least he did. Harry Potter. With his soul already damned to hell, he's decided to leave his do-gooder life behind. But when demons target the daughter of one of his oldest friends, he's reluctantly thrust back into the fray, and he'll do whatever it takes to save her. From watching the trailer, I'm a little surprised this is on network television. It does look... Uh, I mean, is there, Well, I don't know. Yeah. It looks pretty dark. I mean, it's it about does, a demon hunter fighting off hell. It does, but they're probably looking at the success of Walking Dead, for right. example. That's, right, but that's again, violent. But I know that's not on network TV, but they're going, well, why can't we somehow transition this idea yeah. over to us and blow up the ratings? <laughs> I mean, if it, it could work, it's a great the premise of it. The movie was really good, mm -hmm. except for Keanu Reeves. He yeah. kind of ruined it. But, but, you know, the lead. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was awesome, except for the lead. Yeah. He sucked. I'm going to watch it. I want to watch it. Comic book stuff I'm into. So. He is. Hell yeah. The Mysteries of Laura. Mm. Deborah Messing stars as Laura Diamond, a brilliant NYPD homicide detective who balances her Columbo day job with a crazy family life that includes two unruly twin boys and a soon-to-be ex-husband, also a cop. 
Somehow, she makes it all work with the help of her sexy and understanding partner, and things become even more complicated when her husband ironically becomes her boss at the precinct. Mixing business and pleasure. Deborah Messing still looks real good, too. She does. Uh, Although there was a moment where... What was she wearing? Was it the Spanx? Yeah, that wasn't good. <laughs> no funny, spank though. you. Well, that was clearly supposed to be comedic. Yeah. Mm. So is her shape. Oh, I'm going to hell to see Constantine. Hey, <laughs> hey. tie them together. <laughs> uh, it looks okay. Okay. I probably won't watch it. State of Affairs. Yes. One top CIA analyst, Ugh. Charleston Tucker, assembles the president's daily briefing. This list Wait. of the... They named a female lead Charleston? Yeah. Tucker. Yeah. They just call Charleston. her Charlie. I picture either a really nerdy white guy or <laughs> yeah. a really nerdy black guy, but not a woman. My name is doesn't really Charleston look- Tucker. Yeah. I am here to lead your like, briefing. Charleston Tucker would be uh, Carlton from Fresh Prince. Yeah. Uh, this is not. Already, <laughs> already you blew it. This Why list- didn't you name her like Amy? Come on. This list of the most vital security issues facing the nation brings with it moral and political judgment calls for Charleston and her trusted group of brilliant analysts at the agency. Aside from the political minefield she has to walk, Charlie has a close personal relationship with the president because she was once engaged to her son Uh -uh. before a tragic terrorist attack took his life. Charlie survived that attack and is now determined to bring the perpetrators to justice. The perpetrators. This stars Catherine Heigl. Yeah. But like I had mentioned before, not into the political stuff. Catherine Kegel. So don't really care. No. And I don't like her. I cannot watch movies with her in them. No? Ugh, she just kills me. Have you seen The Ringer? Once. That was the movie about Special Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. That was great. It was all right. Oh, I liked it. I don't know. (laughs) I can pretty much deal with anything, but I have a problem with them making fun of retards or animals. Yeah? Yeah. Not I don't fun think of they animals, were making like, fun necessarily. I don't know. It was just not. I don't know. Plus, look who's starting it. I like Johnny Knoxville. Mm. <laughs> we're just on different pages with that movie. Uh, Fox doesn't have a huge slate. It doesn't. No. But what they have could be doable. Well, Mulaney is the first one, which is a multi-camera ensemble comedy series about a rising stand-up comic. Trying to take his career to the next level. Next level. And the friends and mentors who lift him up, hold him back, and push him around. So it's life. John Mulaney is his real name. Mm-hmm. He has been a writer on SNL for years now. And this is a Lorne Michaels show. thought he looked show. familiar. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been on SNL. He's been a no, writer. No, but in general, he looks familiar. Oh, okay. Like, this was, he's done a lot of other comedies. Has he? Right? This I don't know. He looks familiar. I don't know. Maybe. I think he's been mostly a behind-the-scenes type guy. Oh. I could be wrong. He might be in a lot of things as a character actor, but he's never really had like a lead type thing. He's very heralded by the podcasting community that I listen to. Mm. So I don't know. It might be. And Martin Short's in it. Right. And I like that they credit him for uh, Jiminy Glick. Yes. Because that was actually I enjoyed that because he fell out of the chair a lot. As a kid, it made me laugh. But anyway. The next one is Border Town. Boring Town. A new animated comedy about two families living in a southwest desert town on the U.S.-Mexico God, border that takes a satirical look at the cultural shifts occurring in America, where the U.S. Census forecasts that by 2017, Caucasians will be a minority. Set against this increasingly diverse backdrop, the series explores family, politics, and everything in between with a cross-cultural wink. 
You know why? Because these Spanish girls have big butts and they're screwing <laughs> with the white man. We're just making little Mexi white dude babies. Mexi white dude babies? <laughs> I couldn't come up with a word fast enough. Uh, Which I don't have a problem with. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. The stupid cartoon. The lack of a trailer makes this hard to, again, yeah. tell. Just and because. I really thought, I don't know. I'm not. It just looks stupid. Next show could be interesting or be really, really, really bad after the first episode. Yeah, The Last Man on Earth. This is going to be like the biggest hit or miss, I think, of all the shows we've watched. I completely agree. Or we've previewed. From writer-producer Will Forte and director-producers Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Are you familiar with those names? Well, I see the Lego movie in 21 Jump Street. Yeah. This is very almost comedy heavy. Which oh yeah, it's supposed it's a comedy. I know, but eh. uh, the Last Man on Earth is a comedy about Phil Miller, who, after an unlikely event in the year 2022, is the only man left on Earth. Phil used to be just an average guy who loved his family and hated his job at the bank. Now, in his RV, Phil searches the country for other survivors. He has traveled to every city, every town, and every outpost in the United States, Mexico, and Canada, and has found no one which leads him to the painful realization that he is almost certainly the last living being on the face of the earth. I like the concept. Yep, I do too. I like where it could go. Mm -hmm. And I love that it gave me the idea of making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich between two (laughs) Pop-Tarts. I never thought to do that. Ice cream sandwich, yes. Yes. Peanut butter and jelly, no. My question is now I have to rewatch the trailer and figure out which flavor of Pop-Tart he did this with. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you'd get away with a lot of different kinds. I don't know. I have to know. Are there not peanut butter and jelly Pop-Tarts at this point? One would think there would have to be. No. They have s'more. Oh. You like marshmallow? Nah. Yeah. You could use a texture thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The, the flavor is <laughs> fine. What a tangent we go on. I know, right? <laughs> and the fact that we know way too much about each other. Well, he's definitely using, it's not a chocolate-based one. He's definitely, uh, my guess is going to be the most logical answer here is either blueberry or strawberry. Right. You got to go with the berry to go with the berry. Sure. <laughs> I got to do this. Or cherry. This is happening. This is happening this week, meaning last week when you hear this. Yeah. This will yeah. have been done. This happened, and it's either going to be a geek out or a freak out. <laughs> yeah. When I happening. when I saw the title for this, I assumed that it was going to be The Last Man on Earth. Yep. And it would be a show of, like, all women and just him, which mm-hmm. I would definitely be down for. Right. But this is only interesting if he actually finds somebody else at some point. And I'm talking right. by, like, episode two. If yeah. They could get away with a pilot of him being the only guy and make that work. But after that, if he's not finding people, there's nowhere to go with this. Nowhere. I think he has to find just women. I think he has to truly be the last man on Earth. Even if he finds other men, it still could be interesting if it's just... But yeah, I think... But then it defeats the purpose of the title of the show. True. Like, How I Met Your Mother, and it turns out he's gay. You're like, well, that was just... You built me up for that? (laughs) I don't know. They're just... You can't play with us like that. Don't do this to me. Yeah. You know that's not how How I Met Your Mother ended, right? No, I know he's not gay. Oh, okay. I just said that would be the example. Okay, of <laughs> I'm just he, saying. It's like I didn't how know I if met, you were under you the belief like eight, of that. No, happened. a ton of ep- seasons, and then you find out he's gay and gotcha. there's no mother. You're like, what? Gotcha. Weird loners. That's us. A new single camera comedy about four relationship phobic quasi underdog thirty somethings who are unexpectedly thrust into one another's lives forming unlikely bonds in a Queens, New York townhouse. Mm-hmm. Did you think at first that was Nick Swartzen on the end? 
Because it's not. It's not? No. Wait, let me zoom in. There's another guy who looks just like him. Although Safari now tells me that when I try to zoom in on image, we're just going to crash the app. Nice. That's not him? Nope. Really? It's his bootleg, apparently. Hmm. I do love Becky Newton, though. Is that the blonde? It is. Even the brunette's cute. Yeah. Who are you with your little bit of whatever the nationality that is? (laughs) (laughs) No trailer for this one, though. So, again... Hard to get a feel but for it. But there is a trailer for the next one. There is. Before there was Batman, yes, there was Gotham. <gasps> this looks so good. And it's it not just because it's good. Batman. No, this it looks look really good. good. The only thing that worries me is that it's on Fox. <laughs> and Fox does not give their series great opportunities. They often screw things up. They screwed it up with Firefly. They screwed it up with Almost Human. And if Gotham isn't fantastic, then I am going to be pissed if they screw it up. So it's it's a it's a prequel. It right? is a prequel series. It's all about Jim Gordon and his rise. And the to villains are in it. Well, yep. they're they're developing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Bruce is in it as a little kid. Selena Kyle's in it as a little kid. And then a lot of the other villains are kind of like probably. I wonder if they're going to introduce new villains that, like, they're going to have to. I'm sure they'll like, they'll probably go to almost some obscure... like a super villains that from before Batman's time. Yeah, yeah, very possible. It's interesting. Mm. I am looking forward to it. Red Band Society, yep. a provocative, unconventional, and at times comedic high school drama told through the eyes of a group of teenagers who meet as patients in a pediatric ward of Ocean Park Hospital in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. The series is part comedy, part drama, with a tone that's unique unto itself. 12-year-old narrator Charlie is in a coma in the hospital. Mm. So the the entire series is narrated by a child who just happens to be in a coma, kind of not necessarily observing, but hearing at least everything that's going on around him. And it does star Octavia Spencer, who is also from The Help and is a fantastic actress. Octavia. Uh, I actually enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was an intriguing series idea. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. It's something different. I don't know if I'll have time to fit it in, but it is intriguing. Anything new. Give us something new. That's what we like. Right. This is pretty new. Yeah. Backstrom. A subversive and comic crime procedural Mm. about an unhealthy, offensive, irascible, albeit brilliant detective who is brought back from exile to run the Portland Police Bureau's special crimes unit. Mm -hmm. Tasked with navigating the city's most sensitive and serious cases, Backstrom must solve each crime as he tries and fails to change his own self-destructive behavior. This stars Rain Wilson, who Mm -hmm. people will know from The Office. Honestly, it sounds a lot like House, but with cops instead of doctors. Oh, yeah, it does. And the trailer kind of felt that way, too. Like, he's he's a mess, but yeah. brilliant at the same time. He almost looks like House. Yeah. He's got the scruffy face. A lot he of dresses this in. Get out of here. With a lot this. of Get out. <laughs> Empire. Yeah. Lucius Lyon is the king of hip-hop. Lucius Lyon. An immensely talented artist, the CEO of Empire Entertainment, <laughs> uh, and a former street thug. His reign has been unchallenged for years. But all that changes when he learns he has a disease that is going to render him crippled and incapacitated in a matter of three years. The mm-hmm. clock is ticking, and he must groom one of his three sons to take over his crowning achievement without destroying his already fractured family. The only benefit here is that it stars Terrence Howard. Aside from that, I do not care. 
<sighs> I'm sorry. I fell asleep during that. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I understand. Happened? Completely understand. I'm not black. I'll try and keep you awake for this next one, too. Hieroglyph. Skip it. All right. Before you get into it, first of all, would probably work, as I said before, show on Showtime or yeah. HBO. Yeah. This is not going to work because there's no nudity. Right. It's that type. No, of it show. really is. Right. The setting right. and everything would be perfect for right. one of those like paid TV channels. I agree. When a dangerous scroll, the Book of Thresholds, is stolen from Egypt's most secure vault, Master Thief Ambrose is plucked from prison to track down the perpetrator. Having spent the past five years in the darkest of pits, Ambrose quickly learns that his prison cell might be safer than the dangerous new world in which he finds himself. Uh, yeah, but I, I like it could work, but they're just it's it was picked up by the wrong. It's in the wrong place. Just cancel this now and bring back Almost Human, please, yeah. please. Grace Point. Cancel it. <laughs> Grace Point or Hourglyph? Everything. Oh, Pretty okay. much everything that's... Le- yeah, I'm going to go with everything that's left. Let's cancel. Oh, I'm watching Grace Point. Oh. When a young boy is found dead on an idyllic beach, a major police investigation gets underway in the small California seaside town where the tragedy occurred. Soon deemed a homicide, the case sparks a media frenzy, which throws the boy's family into further turmoil. I blew that word. Uh, which throws the boy's family into further torm. <laughs> I can't read it. You're doing well. Which throws the boy's family into further turmoil and upends the lives of all of the town's residents. Welcome to Grace Point, a new 10 episode mystery event mm. based on Broadchurch, the UK's critically acclaimed yes. hit crime drama. It's not a show, it's an event. <laughs> you want to gather the family in a bowl of popcorn. No, don't forget Fluffy the dog. There is a difference. There's an event going on. Grace Point is an expansion of the original series, including new characters, identifying new suspects, and threading uh, new storylines through the gripping narrative. This stars David Tennant, who was formerly Doctor Who. Most people uh, will know that. I thought he looked familiar. And Anna Gunn, who was the wife on Breaking Bad. Hmm. So two uh, really great actors. And I'm not just a fan of Tenant, but I also know that it's short and it has an endpoint. That's the difference between a series. <laughs> I love it. That's how you. Ba- you're like, look, it's short. This isn't going to take long. No. And there's an endpoint. Yes, and it's a mystery. I know that it's a 10-episode event. It's not a series. kind of like my love life. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's short and there's an end point. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. Apparently, you haven't seen my love. Oh, wait. Mine didn't uh, start. That's right. It's got to start before it can end. It's a lot of new girls at my gym. But yeah, the, it's only going to be 10 episodes long. That's it. There's yeah. nothing else. So to <laughs> so have... Say. A, it's a long-form movie. Yeah. I'm it's, down for that. It's an hour show? Yeah. So you cut out commercials. So like 42 to 44 minutes an episode. It's like an eight-hour movie. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I can do it. Wayward Pines. I don't know. Imagine the perfect American town. Beautiful homes, manicured lawns, children playing safely in the streets. (gasps) How beautiful. Now imagine never being able to leave. You have no communication with the outside world. You think you're going insane. Based on the best-selling novel Pines by Blake Crouch and brought to life by suspenseful storyteller M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, this is fucked. Wayward Pines (laughs) is the intense. He didn't write it. He didn't write it. It doesn't matter. Wayward Pines is the intense new mind-bending 10-episode event thriller evocative (gasps) of the Mm. classic hit Twin Peaks. Another event. This is definitely not a new concept. I don't think I can handle two events in a row. (laughs) They might not be in a row. Uh, They'll be simultaneous? I don't know. That's like being in two amusement parks at the same time. Well, no, time. no like, they could just saying. be spaced out. <laughs> uh, this <sighs> is definitely not a new concept to have a 
utopian looking town that he has like a dark mystery. A movie. Maybe he did. What was that movie? The town? The village. Oh, the village. The village. This is the village with uh, cowboys. I am interested to see their take in this, though. We'll see. I am interested. We'll see. And lastly, Utopia. From unscripted mastermind John DeMaul and based on the hit Dutch television series of the same name, Dutch comes television's biggest social experiment, <laughs> Utopia. Fifteen pioneering Americans leave their everyday lives and move to an isolated, undeveloped location for an entire year. Except for where there's cameras. Where they are challenged. What? It's like an undeveloped location, but we have cameras. Well, the location is undeveloped. Yeah. Where they are challenged to create their own civilization from scratch. With no existing power structures and limited amenities, these pioneers will be faced with rewriting the rules. As the utopians build the new society, every decision counts. Each must try to become indispensable to the group or risk being exiled to their former lives and replaced by potential newcomers from the viewing audience who have been vying to join. Mm. Guess what? What? I'm watching this. Why? Because this is fascinating to really? me. Really? This is a study in human behavior. Oh. This is unlike reality we, shows. But they said that all the other ones weren't scripted either. True. I want to, you show me the first three episodes and I'll tell you whether they're lying or not. That's why I'm going to watch it. I really hope that they've done something for real. If it's garbage and it's scripted, then I'm not going to continue watching it. But it's interesting enough a concept for me to go, okay, okay. I want to see how, the, the most interesting thing too is, like the real world, they're manufacturing volatile elements. Like the real world was a real <clears throat> reality show before they started getting scripted and everything. But they would purposely pick people that wouldn't necessarily get along. Right. Like they have an atheist in here. They have a guy who's a religious nut. They have a person who thinks that you need to have law and order. There's another person who'd rather have anarchy and no rules. So how these people create a society is fascinating. Like what are they going to do? Yeah. To make it work. I'm interested. We'll see. As long as it's... If it's authentic, it's interesting. Right. That's yeah. the word. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Lastly, the CW, again, has the smallest... But could be the most impactful. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, the first one is The Flash, which is the spinoff of the Arrow TV show. It really needs no additional information except for that. It's going to be set in the same universe and starring one of DC Comics' biggest characters... So I think that's pretty tremendous. And uh, guess what? This looks like it'd be an awesome movie. The Flash? Mm. Why wouldn't it be a good series? I don't know. When I watched the trailer, I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this movie. Yeah? But it's just... Well, the trailer is all about one episode. That's why. I know. But it just it, it the it's trailer so makes, easy I, to do superhero series. I know, but it just feels like there's such a great story that could have been a movie, not just a, one episode. Yeah. Well, I've already seen it. You already saw it. The pilot leaked online. You bad man. <laughs> do you still have? We'll I do. Later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you have it? Ding dong. Dude, it's online. Everybody has Hello, it. Hello, Mr. Logan. Uh, <laughs> this is the LAPD. That's right. We've traveled all the way here. I, I the saw Hollywood PD. I saw the pilot of The Flash. Was it good? It's really good. Yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You should take your own advice. Wear a mask. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't even watch Arrow, but I get it. <laughs> I have to say, the costume is probably one of the best costumes that I've seen done in all the superhero movies and tv shows besides I mean, right. batman and superman pretty freaking easy to do yeah although Nip flash is a, that. a hard one to do but they it looks good you don't yeah. like it you don't yeah. think it works it's okay it works i just wish it was brighter 
It's too dark. But He's, in the real world, it, we wouldn't go super bright like that. He would. Yeah. Maybe he'll go brighter later. Maybe. That's what I'm hoping. There's no need for him to be dark because he's a public figure. Mm. He doesn't hide in the shadows like a lot of other people do. Just like there was no reason for Superman to be dark colors. He wants to stand out. I like Superman in the black and the silver, though. I do, too. That's a cool look. Yeah, I agree. That's cool. That's a good color combo. I zombie. Olivia Livmore was a rosy-cheeked, disciplined, overachieving medical resident who had her life path completely mapped out. Until the night she attended a party that unexpectedly turned into a zombie feeding frenzy. Now as one of the undead, she takes a job at a coroner's office to feast on the brains of the recently deceased, retaining a portion of that person's memories. Interesting. Posing as a psychic, she starts to work with a detective and uses these memories to investigate the crimes of those victims. I don't know. It's a different take on zombie stuff. This is based on a graphic novel of the same name as well and comes from the writer-creator of Veronica Mars. Mm. Maybe. We'll try it. I'll take a bite. I'll either spit oh, it out. Oh, we'll take a bite. I'll take a bite. I'll either swallow that bite and be like, that was good. I'll have another. Or I'll spit it out. I still don't like zombie stuff, so nope. Not at all. Nope. Not interested. Which is a bummer, because obviously I like Veronica Mars, and that guy's behind this too, but don't like zombies. The Messengers. A mysterious object plummets to Earth and explodes in a blinding flash, sending out a shockwave that stops the hearts of five individuals who awaken to be connected to one another. In addition, they each awaken after the pulse with powers they can barely believe from inexplicable strength to the ability to heal others. One of the five prophesizes that the wheels of revelation have begun to turn, and this group of strangers might be the only hope for preventing the impending rapture or causing it. Even though it has superpowers, I don't think I care. No, I think this could be really interesting when they play with the whole heaven or hell thing. I need to see a trailer. It's That's yeah, the thing that kills me. Why is there no trailer? I, I like the know. image. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All cut up and ripped apart. Yeah. Just explosions and body parts. And the last one this is the only comedy from CW. <laughs> I didn't even. I just I read the title. I'm, like, I'm not even going to watch it. Jane the Virgin. Maybe I'm missing out. A 23-year-old virgin is accidentally artificially inseminated. I'll tell you that this show going to be tight, though. <laughs> With a specimen meant for the patient in the next room. Oh. Unbeknownst to her, the specimen belongs to Raphael, a reformed playboy and cancer survivor, who is not only the new owner of the hotel where Jane works, but also a former summer crush of hers. Though she has always tried to be the good girl who does the right thing, Jane's life has suddenly become as dramatic and complicated as the telenovas she has always loved. Blah. No thanks. I poop on this. I poop on it five times. 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 I think one more. Five times. That's it. Those are all the new shows, man. Out of all the new shows... How many are you really excited about? I put together a list. I'm glad you asked. I did not know, ladies and gentlemen, that he was going to even do this. <laughs> I actually did put a list of the ones that I'm actually going to give a shot to. Okay. Some of them I'm like definitely in for, and others I'll give a shot. Uh, Marvel's Agent Carter, totally in. Selfie, I will give a shot. Scorpion, I'm totally in. Constantine, totally in. Gotham, totally in. Mm-hmm. The Flash, totally in. Grace Point, Totally in. Mm. Utopia, I will give a shot. Okay. So I think I have one comedy. The comedies are not easy to do. Like sitcoms are inherently dull. It takes a lot to make a good comedy. Something very different and something or just an original voice. Yeah. Uh, What's 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 good to you? 
Uh, Flash, probably. Yeah. I like, I don't know. The Arrow never appealed to me, but I like Flash. I know Flash. I think uh, you'd really like Arrow. That surprises savior me. Savior of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, we need to talk about this. Okay. It's not Flash Gordon. Who is it? Does that change your attitude? It's the Flash. No, I know. I, I just pinched my <laughs> I know you know, but that's the bit. Um, You're not working with me here. I'm not working with you. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what other shows I like. Constantine. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't make us constipated. What else? Gotham. Gotham. So, I don't know. Just so, what, superhero movie, a comic book movies, really. Bad Judge, you probably Bad would watch. Bad Judge, I would probably watch. See, you know, the problem, though, is that without having TV, mm-hmm. I would have to come over here to watch stuff. Mm-hmm. Or I could use Hulu. Mm-hmm. But that seems like more effort than I'm willing to put in. So probably none of these. <laughs> uh, there's some I want. Like, I think that when they hit Netflix or, like, yeah. the series is available, I will watch some. I think you operate completely recommendation-based these days. I really do. Word of mouth only. I'm trying to get through 13 episodes of Orange is the New Black Season 2, and right. that's been out for, what, three weeks? So, I mean, I'm failing miserably on that end. Yeah, but you're a busy guy, too. It's understandable. I have time. But <laughs> yeah. I choose to be outside at this time. So that wraps up our fall TV preview for this year. Any final thoughts or something you would like to plug? Human handcuffs coming up <laughs> next right here on the Geek Generation podcast. We're going to pitch it every year. Brought to you by thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, where you can go for all your shopping needs. They have everything you can think of from food to fashion items. You buy something and you give us just a little percent of the sale. Doesn't cost we get you it. anything extra. You don't even give. They give. Right. No, no, we're giving you. We're giving you our love. Yes. So fucking buy something on the goddamn <laughs> website. <laughs> Is that what we've resorted to? I think so. <laughs> you ass clowns, all of you. <laughs> just do it. And I'm if you sorry. if you do want to directly give us money, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support yes. and become a patron. So you can do it directly or indirectly. Yes. We love we love you long time either way. Mm-hmm. Before one of us gets stuck doing mail stripping. That's right. Probably going to be me. Probably. <laughs> he is working on his abs. I'm and sorry. he told me he doesn't drink soda anymore. Yeah. Which was a shocker. Yeah. I was bringing to bring Mountain Dew over. I'm sorry. Uh, for everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. You can buy Mountain Dew on thegeekgeneration.com. <laughs> if you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We haven't had a new iTunes review in a long time. We'd love to see some new stuff there. Mm. Like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration. Follow us at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. Until next week, find something to geek out over, and we will see you then. Later. See ya. Make it so. I got a show for you. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Here I got we a go. show for you. One Here we more. go. One, Listen, more. one more. One more. So for far, the books. we're two for two. One more for the books. Okay. We got a police department. I yeah? like it. Police. We got a police department. We got a guy in there who knows Kung Fu. Kung Fu police. Who like doesn't it? love Kung Fu? Everybody right. loves this Kung Fu. This guy jumps around. He's doing parkour and shit. He's throwing <laughs> nunchucks at this dude. He's throwing a ninja star down. Maybe one, a little right? bit of jiu-jitsu right? little or whatever it is. A little taekwondo. He might do tai chi every now and then. Tuck I don't know. All right. Here's the twist. Oh. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, my God. Yes. 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 It is sold. The action is sold. No. Better yet. We're going to call him wheels. No. Better yet. Paraplegic. No oh, limbs no. whatsoever. We'll cut him off. The other cops have to throw him. 
you gotta throw him at the perpetrator, and he's got human handcuffs. <laughs> 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 sell it sell it it's sold it's sold. in the book it's, it's happening <laughs> this fall 